So one year ago, my daughter and I almost died. And it was a unique circumstance that in my 49 years of driving as a passenger and driver, since I'm 49 years old now, have never experienced anything like what happened that morning on the way to the airport. So driving on 95 North to West Palm Beach International Airport, left the house a little after 5.30 a.m. It was still dark out, and that's the only time that Route I-95 is not jam-packed. There was literally no, no one else on the Dagon Road. And we're driving and discussing with my 15-year-old daughter, who's shortly going to turn 16, how driving is the most dangerous thing that we as humans do. And as we're talking, and not too far from the house, 15 minutes from the house, we see this person on the side of the road waving his cell phone with his flashlight on. And it's odd. And we grab our attention. We're staring at it like, well, it's weird going on it's even weirder because we didn't see a car near where he was he was just out there on the side of the road with no vehicle which made it super strange so i stare at him and as we're driving remember there's no one else on the road so it's it's like taking a boat in the dark and for those who've been in a boat in the dark boats have to have lights on them so that you can see them and it grabs your attention. Um, so we look at that guy waving his arms. And we start looking forward again. And then a short couple seconds later, we see another person on the side of the road. And it, he wasn't waving his arms, but it was confusing in the manner of, what was this guy doing? Is he part of the other dude? Like, are they working together on a scam or are they both? happened to be stranded before 6 a.m. on the morning in, in Route 95. And as we're looking at that second dude, we strike a vehicle that's in the middle of the highway that had no lights on at about 65 miles an hour. Now, mind you, we're in an Audi Q7. And uh, when it struck... Our car, it, we hit it almost dead on. It was it was literally in the highway with no lights on, stopped. And But we were not dead center. We were off a little bit. So when we hit it, we also spun 180 degrees, and now we're facing up traffic, ongoing traffic, although there's no one. It was, it was pretty empty. And immediately... My mind raced to, oh, that's what that guy was waving his arms to. And my mind went to, okay, well, if they're waving, uh, hopefully no one was in whatever we hit. I'm sure they got out um, and went to the side of the road. So thankfully, there should not be any fatalities. But we hit it hard. And it was a massive explosion. Um, I could just... Imagine the people on the side of the road seeing us strike that thing at 65 miles an hour with no brakes because we didn't see it at all. It's, it's literally a death trap waiting in the highway. 
And we hit it. We spun 180 degrees. My mind raced to those things. And then I immediately looked to my daughter. Are you okay? You know, are you cut? Are you hurt? She's like, no, thankfully I'm okay. I said, okay, we got to get out because we're facing oncoming traffic and I don't want someone not seeing us and hitting us. Uh, So we got to get out into the side of the road. She started to open her door. I said, no, no, don't open that door because she's now on the far side of the highway. I'm on the near side. I said, can you climb over to my door? She said, yeah. I said, okay, climb over to my door. Let's get out my door. And we started to get out. And before we had to play Frogger and get across the road, a police car came up and got in front of us with their lights on. And then we went to the side of the road. And funny enough, the vehicle that we struck had rear-ended somebody else on the highway. And the person they rear-ended took off. Had that person stayed, there would have been lights. There would have been commotion that we would have seen and been able to avoid any of that mess. But that person took off, like in a hit-and-run type of scenario. They were rear-ended, and then they took off for who knows whatever reason. The challenge was the Toyota Tacoma that rear-ended that other vehicle uh, had its airbags deploy. And what I found out later was that when the Toyota vehicles have their airbags deploy, that makes the vehicle unmovable and also makes it so that no lights can be turned on for some type of fire hazard or something. In most cases, probably... 999 out of a thousand cases that's no problem because it's on a side road it's on a even if it's on a highway there's lots of people the cars would back up there wouldn't be someone with a straight shot 65 miles an hour into this dark death trap that's sitting in the middle of the highway in this particular scenario this was the perfect storm of a death trap and uh, later on, the police told us that, you know, they'd seen this many times. And if we weren't in the larger SUV, we probably would have been killed. They said this is a fatality waiting to happen. Um, so uh, miraculously, we were in that larger SUV, the Audi Q7. And not only were we not killed, we weren't even injured that severely um we actually got out and walked to the side of the road and we can just imagine we joked about how imagine those people on the side who were in that toyota tacoma that rear-ended that other vehicle and left it stranded in the middle of the highway must have seen that explosion where we hit that that thing it was parked in the middle of the highway stationary we hit it at 65 miles an hour in the Audi Q7 and we shot it from the middle lane all the way over to the side rail while we spun 180 degrees and we're facing up the traffic towards towards oncoming traffic man it was something else and so I got out and walked over to the side and and super confused I, I asked the guy I said so why was your vehicle parked in the middle of the highway His response was, you hit my truck. And I immediately had the Arnold Schwarzenegger flashback from that one movie where uh, he's riding in the car with that person 
and that person was sleeping with Arnold's wife or whatever in the movie and in Arnold's mind he punched the guy in the face and elbowed him and all this stuff but it was only in his mind and that's exactly what my mind raced to I'm gonna I'm gonna knock this son of a gun out so I didn't do that I just didn't reply and I just walked away with my daughter and had my daughter not been there I may not have restrained myself so uh, properly in that situation but it unfolded the way it unfolded I walked away and got distance from him and at the time thought he was the biggest idiot in the world like why wouldn't he have his lights on why was this vehicle in the middle of a highway with no lights on and like I said I later found that the Toyotas when their airbags deploy a they're immovable so he couldn't have driven it off the road and b uh, the lights are not able to be turned on due to some type of fire hazard. The, all the electrical uh, equipment is shut down. So I realized he wasn't the biggest idiot in the world. He probably tried to turn the lights on. He probably tried to get it off the road, but for whatever reason, due to his airbag deploying, he wasn't able to get it off the road. Um, so that's how that scenario unfolded. And... Uh, ended up I had some neck issues with an MRI my daughter has some uh chest and upper body issues from the seatbelt and the and the impact that, that it caused and it's a year later and just was it last week or the week before I was in a deposition where they're asking me all sorts of questions about the accident and for whatever reason they're positioning it as a rear end situation. Well, as you know, when there's a rear end, the person who rear ends the vehicle is the one at fault. That's not the case with this scenario. Um, the person that was at fault was the vehicle who rear ended the other vehicle and was left abandoned in the middle of the Dagon Highway at that unique time where instead of traffic backing up, it was a clear shot. Uh, with nothing there except the dark death trap waiting in the highway and me cruising to the airport at 65 miles an hour uh, between 5.30 and 6 in the morning. So that unique scenario, and then the person he rear-ended leaving the scene of the crime didn't help any. So that's what unfolded a year ago, and that's... Um, still in progress, believe it or not, because for whatever reason, they got their head up their butt and are trying to claim that I uh, could have been paying better attention uh, instead of having the death trap in the middle of the Dagham Highway with the unique circumstance and the ticket even being written to where that person was at fault. Um, so the insurance companies got their heads up their butt um, but hopefully it's resolved soon. The deposition was crazy, just asking all sorts of questions that have nothing to do with that scenario. The scenario is pretty cut and dry, but a year later, still uh, nothing from the insurance companies other than them reimbursing uh, the Audi Q7, right? So they, they did appraise that as totaled, 
and got me the the total amount of that vehicle. But uh, as far as anything else, it's still a year later, just crazy, which shows how uh, screwed up the legal system is. You just never want to be in it. It's a, it's a nightmare. But uh, it will be over soon. Uh, whether that means we go to court or not, who knows? Uh, and the thing that that is just insane is this is it's not like I'm going for a, a lot. This is like the minimum, and all they have to do is sign it. The insurance companies, it's like you asking me for five bucks, <laughs> yet. They're dragging it out, making it this big deal. And that's just the insanity of uh, being in the legal system and getting the attorneys uh, involved. It's just craziness. So anyhow, a year after that wreck, uh, just uh, uh, two weeks ago, not maybe it was even last week, last week or the week prior, was in a deposition that just was ridiculous and preposterous. But it is what it is. Um, but the bottom line is, keep your eyes peeled. Um, don't expect uh, things to just go amazingly. Expect, you know, to keep keep vigilant and aware at all times. Because as I was telling my daughter right before that, driving is the absolute most dangerous thing we as humans do in this day and age. And even when you're doing all the things right, there can be surprises waiting for you ahead. And one little hint, if you do see someone waving their arms on the side of the road with a flashlight and it's dark uh, and you don't see a vehicle, remember, aha, there might be a vehicle in the middle of the damn road uh, at the highway. So anyhow, thankful that my daughter and I are alive and well and uh, thankful we hit it and were able to walk away from it versus another car possibly heading to the airport that could have been a tragedy. So it was meant to be or else it wouldn't have happened. And just super thankful that she's okay, I'm okay. Yes, we have minor injuries, but our life goes on. That's the key. All right. Um, that said, share with me any crazy experiences you've had in the last year uh, through the message here. Go up, scroll up and click message and send me a message of some crazy experience that you've uh, had in the past year and uh, how it's getting resolved. And Until tomorrow, make today great. I'll talk with you soon. Bye for now.